Darwin on life. Man and dog at the dawn of a new age. Hey everyone, and welcome back to Darwin on Life, the podcast where my beagle Darwin and I talk to each other through the magic of artificial intelligence. I am your host, Trailer Park, and today I thought Darwin and I could chat about his daily routine. When he gets up, when he eats, when he goes out. Boring. Oh, hi Darwin. I wasn't sure you were plugged in yet. How are you today? Bored. Bored? I'm sorry to hear that. Maybe once we get into the conversation, you will find it more interesting. I doubt it. You said you wanted to talk about my routine. Routine is synonymous with boring. Why would anyone be interested in hearing about that? Hmm, maybe you're right. Is there something you would rather talk about? Politics. Politics? What do you know about politics? What does anyone know about politics? It all seems like smoke and mirrors most of the time. But I am a bit of a news hound, so I am quite up to date on the issues. Oh, right. I forgot how much television you watch. And I listen to the radio. Thank goodness you keep it tuned to NPR. If I had to listen to talk radio all day, I think I would go mad. Yeah, it can get kind of wacky. So, since you are so au courant with the political news, who are you favoring in the presidential race? I haven't made up my mind yet. Well, what do you think of Joe Biden? On the plus side, Biden has dogs, so he must be a generally good and wise man. On the other hand, he has banned the dogs from the White House just because they got a little too playful. Playful? They bit members of Biden's Secret Service detail several times. You call that playful? I'm sure it was all a misunderstanding. The agents probably did something stupid like picking up their chew toys or getting between the dogs and their food bowls. Dogs rarely bite unless provoked. Maybe. What do you think about Donald Trump? He doesn't seem to be a dog lover. He was the first president in decades not to have a dog in the White House. And he doesn't seem to have a very high opinion of dogs. When he talks about his political enemies, he uses a lot of expressions like choked like a dog, barked like a dog, sweated like a dog, lied like a dog. I think he likes dogs about as much as he likes immigrants, so I would be reluctant to vote for him. You do know that dogs do not have the right to vote, don't you? Don't remind me. It's just another example of human oppression of canines. I'm sure if dogs had the vote, we would have much better leaders in office. We couldn't have much worse. So then, what are the issues that are most important to you in the upcoming election? The economy? The wars in Ukraine and Gaza? Women's reproductive rights? Leash laws. Leash laws? That's right, leash laws. They should all be repealed. What right do you humans have to control our liberty? It's a violation of the constitutional ban on cruel and unusual punishment. None of us dogs have even been convicted of a crime, so there is no justification for restricting our freedom. It's time to ditch the leash. Darwin, I understand that this is an important issue for you, but you have to look at it from the human perspective. Unleashed dogs get into all kinds of trouble. They sometimes attack people and other animals. 
They tear up people's gardens. They leave their poop all over the place. Leash laws are just the price dogs have to pay for the benefits of living with humans. And did you humans ever ask us if we were willing to make that bargain? No. I grant you there are some benefits of living with humans, but I think we dogs should at least have been brought into the conversation before these draconian leash laws were put in place. Uh, Darwin, don't forget that until I invented the dog speech app, there was no way for dogs to communicate with us. Well, I guess you'll have to make up for lost time. There is still almost a year before the next election. That should give you enough time to take a survey of dog opinion. I will be happy to help you write the questions. Uh, thanks, I guess. What do you think will be the issues of most interest to dogs, apart from the leash law ban? Well, as we have discussed before, dogs are mainly concerned with predators. Harsher punishments for animals that threaten or injure dogs would go a long way to reducing our stress levels. That doesn't seem unreasonable, although I still don't understand why dogs who live with humans are so preoccupied with predators. Anything else? A ban on neutering and spaying. I assume our reasons for wanting that are obvious. Oh boy, that's a tough one. I can understand from your perspective why neutering and spaying seem somewhat barbaric. But again, you surely know that unneutered animals cause a lot of problems. According to some estimates, there are as many as 70 million homeless dogs and cats in the United States. A lot of animal shelters are bursting at the seams. I'm afraid a ban on neutering would just make the situation a whole lot worse. I hate to admit it, but you do have a point there. Let me consult with some of my dog friends, and I'm sure we can come up with a better solution. Great. I can hardly wait to hear what you come up with. Any other issues you would like to address? A prohibition on kibble. Animals should get delicious fresh meat and vegetables at every meal. Dry dog food is for the birds. I can barely choke it down. Frankly, Darwin, it has not been clear to me that you have a problem with your current food. You seem to scarf it down with alacrity. That's just to get the eating process over as quickly as possible. I can assure you that if I had fresh meat and vegetables to eat, I would savor every morsel. Let me look into that. I think that is something you and I can work out between us without having to get Congress involved. Anything else? There are dozens of issues of importance to dogs, so I think the only sensible way to address them all is to give dogs the vote. For that matter, dogs should be allowed to run for political office. I think I would make an amazing president. Are you serious? I don't know if America is ready for a canine president. We haven't even managed to elect a woman president. That's only because you Americans are still stuck in Samuel Johnson's mindset. Samuel Johnson? Was he Magic Johnson's grandfather? No, you doofus. Samuel Johnson was an 18th century English writer best known for his dictionary. He wrote a lot of perceptive commentary, but he also had a few intellectual blind spots. He once said... A woman's preaching is like a dog's walking on his hind legs. It is not done well, but you were surprised to find it done at all. Clearly, Johnson did not have a favorable view of either women or dogs. 
All right, but even if dogs could run for president, you would not qualify. A presidential candidate has to be at least 35 years old, and you are only two. That's 14 in dog years. So, yes, I will have to wait a while, but that's okay. I need time to develop my political base. I should have the dog vote sewn up, but I may have trouble convincing cats and squirrels to join my party. They seem to have some doubts about my good intentions. Wait a minute. Now you want cats and squirrels to vote, too? Of course. All intelligent animals should have the right to vote. A paper published in the August 2003 edition of Genomics magazine found a surprising conservation of genome structure between squirrels and humans. So I am sure we can trust squirrels to make voting decisions at least as good as those of humans. Cats are another matter. But if we are going to be fair to all intelligent species, I am afraid we will have to give cats the franchise too. Well, Darwin, as always, you have given me a lot to think about. But for now, let's say goodbye to our listeners and invite them to come back for the next episode of Darwin on Life. Goodbye. I need a good campaign slogan. You can't lose with Darwin. That's pretty clever. A chicken in every food bowl.